Welcome to Telling the Tale, the podcast where we're going to cover each and every one of Telltale's many episodic video games in the narrative adventure genre. Today we're going to be working on The Walking Dead, Season 1, Episode 3, Long Road Ahead, released on August 28, 2012, directed by Eric Parsons, written by Sean Vanneman, and designed by Pink and Rodkin. My name is your host, my, that's not part of the name, but you can if you want, your host, Mitchell Farley-Wolf, I'm the video game guy, and I'm here with other host, Dustin Jackson, the cartoon guy. Hey Dustin, how's it going? Choo-choo, all aboard the podcast train. This episode of the game has a train in it. This one's about trains. How was your week, Dustin? Uh, it's been good, you know, pretty uneventful, but good. Um, I wish I had more to talk about this week, but, you know, sometimes you just have those. Sometimes you just have weeks where nothing happens, but it's still going pretty well. Mitch, what about your week, though? I feel like it's similar. Uh, we're, we're recording this during a 3D, uh, a 3D, where the D stands for day, weekend. Ooh, it's coming right out at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, just just right there in front of you. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to have some time off to record a podcast with my good buddy. Yeah, I love not having work so I can work. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? <laughs> I was thinking about no, this how much is, time never... we put into this podcast per week, and it's like a full day of work, at least for me. It ne- if you If you enjoy it, it never feels like work. It's so untrue. It's just not. <laughs> I think that's what we ran into with the earlier episodes, like going into Back to the Future. Just like, yeah, I mean, I do like point and click adventures, but it, it it is absolutely not true that if you enjoy it, it doesn't feel like work. It'll just yeah. feel like work for sure. Yeah, because as much as I love point and click adventure games, I don't play them every week. <laughs> yeah. Before this podcast. I guess now I can't say that. Now I do play them every week. Well, Do you think I'm going to be able to function not playing one of these a week when we're done? I don't think we'll ever I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what life's like on the outside. Yeah, dude, I don't think we'll ever finish. They so just keep fine. adding more to the pile. That is a, that is a concern. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we we should talk about the, uh, the Wolf Among Us 2 trailer that right. dropped. Did we talk about that on the podcast yet? I don't think we did, didn't it? I think it dropped after we recorded last week's. I don't think that's true. I think we just forgot okay. last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, I, I feel like if we're the Telltale podcast, which I believe we are, um, the idea that we're not covering news as it comes out, like this is a pretty big time period for Telltale, mm-hmm. maybe the biggest since... They, uh, you know, they, they went under. If I feel like we're doing our audience a disservice. They're coming for us for telltale information. And we're just saying like, hey, Walking Dead's good. Did you know that? I guess you did. <laughs> Mitch, I got to be honest. I think the people coming to this podcast are listening because they're our, our friends. Yeah, but okay. Yes, true. <laughs> the they're not coming for us this for the podcast are, are, are personal friends of ours who are doing us a solid. But thank you. The, yeah, thanks for thanks for continuing <laughs> to do that. <laughs> but also, um, we we have to make the podcast with the assumption that that's not true. Yeah. No, well, I agree. I'm right there. One day, with you. not become it'll become untrue. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, civilizations hundreds of years in the future will be like, what? What is Telltale? And and also, I I um I am seeing the numbers on downloads and stuff. It's Ooh. it isn't true. We're we're like our our personal friends could only really amount to like maybe. It's a higher percentage than you'd want it to be, but it's not the majority at all. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> like a fifth. <laughs> like, not even all of our closest friends listen to this. Like, five or six of them. Well, in that case, probably like 10%. Yeah, uh, that, <laughs> that's not bad. That's yeah. better than I expected. Yeah, you know, it, it, <laughs> I'd, I'd love for this to become one of those profitable podcasts, but I don't think we have a long-term <laughs> plan to get there. <laughs> uh maybe someday we got to start getting some sponsors yeah um who do you think we should go to for that me undies um like every other podcast out there i i have an idea okay maybe telltale Uh, yeah i mean why not they stand to gain a lot from this podcast actually maybe they should just pay us for for covering (laughs) the wolf among us that's why we haven't covered the wolf among us 2 trailer yeah, hmm, still waiting on that check. Yeah, uh, as soon as they pay us. Like, it's not even, it's just a technicality. Just as soon as, <laughs> I'm sure that it's already in the mail. As soon as I receive the check, we'll, we'll talk about it on this show. Exactly, exactly. Um. So I guess we won't? <laughs> so I guess we won't talk about it? I guess we'll just never get to it. That doesn't sound right either. <laughs> <laughs> I no, know. I mean we can, we can discuss it a little bit. We got a trailer for the Wolf Among Us two. Yeah. Uh, I got to be honest, Mitch, I did not watch it. Oh well, then okay, then yeah, we won't. <laughs> well, it, it's it's only because I haven't even played the Wolf Among Us one yet. I feel like I'll be more excited once we get that one out of the way. Oh, so you purposefully didn't watch it? Yeah, I I didn't I didn't just like space on it. I told myself, look, we're gonna be getting to the Wolf Among Us pretty soon. I feel like once. I play that, I will have the excitement for the new one. Hopefully, sure. anyway. I, I think there there were some uh, there were probably some plot points that if I if we had played the first series yet, we would be excited about or anxious about or feel some way about. But right now, I I just like oh, it looks you know like like a telltale scenario. Still, though, I, I think the two big things that you take away from the trailer are it's graphical components which are does it look good it, it looks excellent if it's an nice engine. i can't tell maybe that's well, the thing like in now in this one it's gonna be look so good you can't even tell what's an engine and what's not an engine but uh but yeah it looks really good that's good i even the first one i thought looked super nice it looks like the culmination of what they're going for with graphic black Oh, uh, you know what? I could see it working really well for something like that. Yeah. That and, co- and, contrasts a little more with the uh, colors. Yeah, because previously what we said is that like it was the culmination of graphic black in um, Batman Shadows, like the Shadows mm-hmm. edition of Batman. Uh, but this really looks like from the ground up, just an, an amazing looking cartoon of a game. Uh, and also the other information is that it's 2023. Awesome. That gives us a little time before we get to it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess the the, uh, the return of Telltale is going to be The Expanse and The Wolf Among Us 2. Uh, I don't know if we got a time period for The Expanse, did we? 
I don't think so. Should um, I look that up right now? The ex- if if as long as let's just do the Telltale News podcast. Screw it. Yeah. Who uh, cares? The Expanse Telltale. Um, did they give us a year? And was it 2023? Uh, I'm looking at their official website. Um, Everyone at home gets to gets to wait in anticipation with me. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna narrate everything. I'm looking at their official website, which has no information except the uh, the trailer, and I'm I'm scrolling to the end of the trailer, and there was no um there was there was no information. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks like we don't have a release window. For okay, the expanse. Do you think it'll come out before or after Wolf Among Us Two? So, yeah, that's that's the trick. So, The Expanse was announced during the 2021 Game Awards, and it was sort of, it was the first thing of anything that we saw since uh, Telltale went under, but The Wolf Among Us 2 had been announced already, we just hadn't seen it. Yeah. But now we've seen them both, and The Wolf Among Us 2... Considering that it was announced earlier, it was sort of like the purpose of what the studio being brought back is for. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a little further along. For all those reasons, I would assume it's first. That's what I was thinking as well. But the Expanse getting that trailer, the Game Awards, where it actually got some like world building stuff. Whereas the only thing that we had received about Wolf Among Us 2 up to that point was just some like teaser stuff. That kind of mm-hmm. convinced me Expanse was first. Yeah, um, I guess it could go either way. They kind of have uh, points in either one's favor. Yeah, so I was I was looking to see if if the Expanse ever said 2022 or 2023. Um, if, it, if it had a release window prior to Wolf Among Us getting one, I would say Expanse is first. But because it didn't, I'm, I'm now thinking that they're both 2023 and the Wolf Among Us 2 is first. Place your bets, everybody. That's my guess. Uh, and in that way, I think we can... Let's see. This is this is our 43rd Telltale episode. Wow. Uh, which means that we have 97 to go. Um, there aren't that many <laughs> weeks, probably, between now and The Wolf Among Us 2. So, yeah, it'll be I was just show. about to ask. I was just about to ask if you think uh, we would be done by then. I guess not. No, I don't think the math shakes out for us to be done by that. Well, I guess I guess it depends on if we do another Jurassic Park or CSI thing where we have multiple episodes in one episode. Well, if we with both even of then, those, I, we I feel like that would narrow it down a little it. bit. Yeah, I guess that's true. But remember, remember when we played Jurassic Park, Mitch? Yeah, remember when we played CSI? <laughs> oh God, it's coming up. The memories—they're. Uh good uh (laughs) what do you think of this episode of the walking dead though boy what a roller coaster this episode is so much happens in this episode this episode was a lot more like what i thought it was going to be going in um okay because Do do you mean that in a good or a bad way neither neither really but last week with the uh the dairy Mm-hmm. That that felt like such an episodic beginning, middle, and end story. That yeah. was it very self-contained. It was like, hey, there's this thing with a dairy. Obviously, you've got the long-term uh, arguments between Kenny 
and Lily cropping up, and that's going to be more long, long way. Uh, all the Clementine stuff is going to be long term. But for the most part, this is a story about the St. John's and your reaction to them. And that begins and ends here. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of liked that. That felt very Sam and Maxie to me. That, it, it, But it, it was done in a way that Sam and Max would never do. Like really getting into some thematic ideas that are not played for laughs, laughs at all. I was excited about that. This is a little less that. And for that reason, I think it, I liked it less. That said, still very strong. Still very good. Um, not like a lot less. I just think of the three episodes we played, this is probably the my least favorite one. But just the previous two, we did were really, really good. I feel you. My first instinct was to say I thought this one might have been my favorite. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, though. I, I just feel like every episode of this season is really good. It's hard for me to put, like, one over the other. I can definitely see what you're talking about uh, liking episode two more, because I feel like when I played episode two last week, I was thinking that one was my favorite. So, I don't I guess it's just going to go back and forth throughout the season. Um, yeah. Uh, episode Episode one might still be my favorite just because it's such a solid proof of concept for the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. Episode two, I might have liked more. Like, I'm going to be thinking about the St. John's more than any particular aspect of the rest of the game series going forward, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I, they are I going like... to be the intrusive mind worm that I don't want to think about anymore. <laughs> I don't want to think about them ever again. Yeah, but I'll, I will. <laughs> I will definitely. Yeah, d- oh, definitely. Um, I feel like that might be a good way to do it because you were saying before how uh, you were kind of worried that this season would be kind of like Jurassic Park where no one episode stands out. Like, uh, it all kind of blends together into one story rather than like, oh, this is this episode. I feel like it's kind of a good way to do it where you have like one or two I don't want to say filler episodes, but you get what I mean, right? Like, you, are you saying the St. John's was a filler yeah, episode? Yeah, like filler in quotes, because obviously it has things that tie into the story overall. But like you said, it was very self-contained. It was more its own thing rather than uh, the overall narrative, I guess. Yeah, I guess there's two kinds of filler Right? Like, there's the filler mm-hmm. where Goku gets his driver's license, where it's just a side <laughs> story that begins and ends in one episode that won't affect anything else. And then there's the filler where it's, like, number seven of 15 episodes where Goku's charging the thing to shoot Frieza, where it is part of the main story, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, nothing happens. You can cut out, like, four of them. Yeah, that's definitely the worst kind of filler. Um this episode you couldn't possibly consider filler, but it does kind of have <laughs> the the vibe of a okay, we're between two important things episodes. Yeah, a, a lot of important stuff happens in this episode. Like shit really it's true. I feel it like does. this is the episode where the most shit hits the fan. Um yeah, I, I agree with you. Um probably all of it is still dethroned by the the moment you realize you're eating mark's legs in the previous episode uh but it it does a really good job of of uh competing with that we'll say um we said last episode and i did remember this dustin 
Mitch will remember that. Yeah, do you remember what I'm remembering? No, you didn't say what it was. I know, but I wanted to know if you knew what I was going with this. Uh, Last episode, I uh, summarized the plot in a minute. Oh, right. We found that it was impossible. So I'm giving you, because it's your turn, 90 seconds. All right. um, Should I time you? I'm looking at the clock on, on our world clock that we use to sync up our microphones. Yeah, just tell me when to go. Okay. Uh, ready, set, go. Things are getting tense at the motor inn. Lily's noticed that people are stealing from their supplies. Um, Lee goes on a stakeout to find out who it is. He kind of goes around and pokes around a little. Uh, Duck decides to help out. Uh, meanwhile, Carly tells you you should tell people in the group that you're a convicted criminal. Uh, you can or cannot. Uh, Carly or Doug, right? Yeah, or Doug. Uh... Your group gets attacked by bandits saying uh, you didn't keep up your end of the bargain and then you get away from the bandits. But in the in the scuffle, Duck gets bit by a walker. Oh, no. Um, so you're driving and then you they hit a walker. So Lily gets everyone out of the van. She's like everyone out. And then she shoots Carly or Doug right smack in the face. And then you can choose what to do with uh, Lily there. You find a train and then uh, you meet Chuck, and then you go on the train, and then you have to kill Duck in the head with a gun, and then uh, Chuck tells you, you gotta you gotta get a plan with Clementine! And so you do that, and then you meet Omid and Krista, and then you go into a building, and you get a welding torch to cut something down, and then you leave on the train. Um, How was that? Well, you, you only used 70 seconds of the 90 oh, seconds. Oh, nice. I feel, like I, hit, I feel like I hit all the big ones. I feel like you missed a couple. I skimmed over. I skimmed <laughs> over some of them, but yeah. For example, you meet Chuck. Doesn't really tell you anyone <laughs> like who is Chuck. Like what is? It's he? just a brief summary, Mitch. He's I just can't a guy. Get into the just... De- I can't get into the details. That's true. Well, you had twenty seconds left. I don't know. Uh, Chuck is an old man on who lives on the train. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck was previous to the zombie apocalypse, a homeless person who lived on the train. I suppose. Yeah, um, he has like a box set up in the box car. Right, that's why it's called a box car. It's for boxes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and also Katya. Oh yeah, I forgot. Katya shoots herself in her in her big head. So a lot to unpack here, but generally, uh, the argument that really came to a head last episode that no- nothing was done with was between. Lily and Kenny. Kenny wanted to move out of the motel, and Lily wanted to stay here and hunker down for the winter, uh, because for I think there's some idea that like during the winter something better regarding the Walkers might happen. Yeah, uh, um, I think the general idea was just look, we found a place that works for now. It's better to stay with a place that works than find some place that might not. Right. And Kenny's like, uh, winter's cold. We can't be here. We gotta leave. Uh, also, also uh, one of, I think, the stronger scenes in this episode was skipped over a little bit, Dustin. And I don't I don't begrudge you for skipping this because it's not really plot important. Uh, but at the uh, very beginning, uh, you and Kenny are going into town. Oh, yes. To raid uh, the same pharmacy, your parents' pharmacy, for anything that might be left over. Mm-hmm. But shit really it really went to hell after you left. A fucking helicopter crashed yeah. <laughs> into the ceiling. 
I don't know how Boy. the helicopter was brought down by zombies. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> they use zombie bullets. <laughs> yeah, like why did this helicopter crash? Like that, that couldn't. <laughs> Walkers can't get you in the sky. Yeah, like what? They happens? don't have wings. <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. Like maybe someone was dying in the helicopter, but like uh, why? poor decaf. Poor. Yeah, it was decaf. It must have been decaf. <laughs> That's strike two. One more. He gets um, one more. But you're you're about to like go into the pharmacy, but there's this girl that comes out who is definitely gonna be eaten by zombies. Um and you have the choice of whether you want to shoot her or not. Um wh- what did you do? So I did it's, not by the way, shoot not her. just to shoot her to do it, but like she's definitely gonna be killed. Yeah, she's to... already, you see her get bit, so you have to choose whether or not you want to take her out and put her out of her misery, or basically use her as bait to keep the walkers away from you. Yeah. Um, I did not shoot her, but I felt bad about it. And they really, really oh. make you feel bad, because <laughs> if you don't shoot and kill her, you hear her insane screams the entire time. Oh, no. She I did shoot her, apeshit. and I did feel bad. I also felt bad. I guess you're going to feel bad either way. Yeah, There's no a, winning that. It's really just not a good situation in general. Yeah, uh, like, I I wanted to put her out of her mis- That would have been the right thing to do, but, you know, Kenny, I was already in the doghouse with Kenny, so, you know, he I, wanted to leave her. Yeah, so now I realize that this is a... um, This is a binary choice. Shoot her or don't shoot her. But... What I was trying to do was shoot the zombies attacking her. <laughs> oh, so you were trying to attack the walkers. Yeah. And then you shot her. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's so funny. I can just picture you being like, ooh, ooh. sorry. Ooh. <laughs> I'll get the next one. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what I'm I'm saying with some of the choices in these games. Like, we, we've been over this a few times in the last few episodes, some of these choices are really well thought out and like top notch narrative choice design in video games, very good stuff, very experimental stuff for the time, very influential stuff on other games in the future. But other times it's like, I'm trying to do something and it's not like the thing. <laughs> no, that... no, no. That's not the choice you get. Yeah. Um, uh, like like I was talking about it last time, I think, where what I wanted to do was hang that salt lick or whatever right over Larry's head. And, like, the second he does anything, it's going down. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that, that's it, not the way it played out. You can't do the choices that you really want. You're, like, stuck between things that artificially feel binary. And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. At, at the same time, I guess the game can't... Uh can't think it can't predict exactly what you it gives you it gives you like a couple choices it can't give you complete free will right yeah that's true and of course it's true but i i think that you you'd hope that there's a little bit more nuance to the the situations that you're put in so mm-hmm. in a situation like where this girl's getting eaten by zombies and I have a gun aimed at zombies, they should maybe take into account that I'm trying to aim for the zombies. <laughs> and and not just immediately take her out. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> if I were to rank I my you. three choices, my first choice would be kill the zombies, then kill the girl, then do nothing. That's that's the order I would do things in. So I guess I didn't get my last choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the only reason I did not kill her was Kenny was already really pissy. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you know what, Kenny, fine, I'll let you have this one. And he was still pissy afterwards. He's Kenny has a bad attitude. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny's been pissy even though I've been siding with him. Like, yeah, like... He, I've mostly it, it been... Feels like, I agree we should leave the, mo- uh, the motel. I, we shouldn't be here. Yeah, and, like, I like Kenny. I want to be on Kenny's side. It sucks that he is so against you just from disagreeing with him that one time. Yeah. But I guess that was a big choice, and it kind of makes him look bad overall. Maybe they had some more uh, disagreements in the time between episodes. I It, it seems like he's become a very disagreeable guy in general. Uh, I, I guess I can see that. You know, times like this, uh, you might get a little irritable. Yeah, both him and Lily are extreme type A personalities where they both kind of just assumed oh, well, I should be in charge. Mm-hmm. And because you're the main character, Lee's kind of proving, no, I'm, I should be in charge, but I'll let you do your thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll let you think you should be in charge. Yeah, I mean, the player is always going to think, and this is kind of a brilliant thing, the player is always going to think that Lee is the most correct person because Lee does whatever the player wants him to do. Mm-hmm. So there's no incorrect people here or there's no incorrect option here that Lee has ever done. Lee is always in the best graces of the player, so the player's going to agree with him the most. So if Lee says that Kenny's cool, then the player... Kenny must be cool. He must be. (laughs) The player decided that for themselves. Um, Yeah, and and my thing is, I don't dislike Kenny. I wanted to be on Kenny's side, but it feels like every choice I said, everything I said to him, he'd be like, yeah, well, fuck you. And I was like, I'm trying trying to be on your team here. Yeah, like like you say, I agree with you, Kenny. I think that we should get out of here. And then he's like, well, you should fucking speak up next time. Yeah, I I got that too. I was like, geez, just just accept it. Take the take the agreement. Yeah. And he was more mad at me because I because I cho- uh, chose to shoot this girl and take her out of the, her misery, which is again not what I wanted to do. But <laughs> uh, see, I feel like that is the right thing to do. If she's dead anyway, you don't want her to come back as a walker, and no one no one else is gonna do it. So I feel like that's probably the right move to do. But I didn't want to piss off Kenny more, and it, I guess it got us more medicine. Yeah, I. to be fair, I think I might have missed the, the choreography there where she already got bit. To me, it just seemed like she was going to be overwhelmed, mm-hmm. um, but maybe she wasn't completely bit yet. Like, if she oh, no, somehow she's, got she's over... She straight up gets bit. Okay, that's that's on me then for not noticing that. But that's uh, okay, Mitch. You'll get him next time. I'll get him next time. I'll do the <laughs> the cool choice next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, well, no. If she's dead either way, then it's not. Actually, that kind of changes my mind about it. If she's dead Ooh. either way, then she's gonna have a horrible time either way. <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't <laughs> shoot her. Um. It, I, I think the main reason I was I was trying not to do exactly what I did was at this point in the story, Lee did not yet seem to me 
to be a person that would preemptively take someone out. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems like a line you cross. I feel that. I get that. I I really like that. Um, in playing this game, it feels like, especially in this playthrough rather than other playthroughs, it's. I'm thinking more about what Lee would do rather than what I would do. Yeah. And, and like, you know, sometimes, usually it lines up, you know, I'll try to be a cool guy. But like in the last episode where you kill Larry with the salt lick, I used to always side with Kenny. I used to always be like, uh, well, I want to be in good graces with Kenny. Uh, oh, Lily really? is kind of a dick. Yeah, I used to always kill Larry. But then this time, this one playthrough, I was like, you know what? I don't think Lee would be on Kenny's side on this time. That's that's so interesting because I don't think I would ever side with Kenny on that. I, yeah, I in 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 my mind, in in I don't think this is a difference between me or Lee. Thinking I just in general, I I think. Well, in the last episode, we saw that if we killed Duck early, that would have been way too early. This seems like the same thing. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Mitch. <laughs> After playing this episode... Yeah. I think you can see why I decided to side with Kenny in the last few playthroughs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll to, get that. to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, but they give you a day... They give you a day at the motel like a normal day uh, because, you know, I think they know you'll need it. Uh, and this yeah. is your last normal day at the motel. Yeah, we say goodbye. Yeah, you, you have a moment with everyone. You have like a family moment with Kenny and Katya. You have uh, like a youth training moment with Duck. You have a uh, you have an investigation moment with like, ooh, someone's taking the rations. This is a normal day. Let's find out who. Uh, you have a flirty. <laughs> this is a normal day. If if you've been saving Carly and you've been like good with Carly, you have sort of a flirty moment where it seems like, oh, this might go somewhere. Spoilers: It absolutely does not. Uh, <laughs> it goes somewhere. Where it goes is the worst possible direction it could have gone. Yeah, you have you have a nice uh, like looking at Clementine draw something moment where she really feels more like your daughter than ever before uh Th- this has probably my favorite clementine scene i don't know if you got it because it i guess you can skip it and miss it entirely um so you're trying to find out who is stealing the rations and so you're kind of going around looking for clues lily gives you a broken flashlight mm-hmm. um did you show clementine the broken flashlight and ask her about it i don't recall remind me what happens uh, so she says, no, I didn't break it. And you ask, did Duck break the flashlight? Oh, no. She says, did Duck say I did? And he says, no, why? And Clementine says, uh, he's always, he's just always blaming me for stuff. <laughs> Lee says, like what? Clementine says, uh, putting a bug on his pillow. And Lee says, did you do that? And she goes, yes. That's with, great. With a mischief, I did, with I a mischievous with a mischievous grin on her face. Yeah. Uh, She's like, yeah, I did that. You get the you get the feeling that if this episode went differently, uh, maybe Duck and Clementine would have grown up and, you know, had kids and been the, these, like, long-term best friends. And uh, No. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah, it didn't. They, it didn't they really out. make the most out of Duck in this episode for, uh, <laughs> I guess, for pretty obvious reasons. 
Yeah, I I was a little disappointed with myself for not foreseeing. I I got four deaths in this episode. Wow. <laughs> four people died. Uh and yeah. I just didn't foresee any of them doing that. Uh Wait, so... four people died in this episode. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to them one by one. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, but you can tell even even just outside of uh, Kenny and Lily, it's it feels like it's kind of coming to a head with other people, too. You kind of see uh, Carly kind of looking a little irritated with Lily, uh, which, again, kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes up again later. Um, and Katja and Kenny are kind of having some issues, too. Uh, Katja asks you uh, to tell her what exactly happened at the uh in the meat locker at the dairy oh right and yeah. you can choose whether or not you want to tell her i did and yeah i did too and you can just tell she and even before that she's saying like i don't like that we all carry guns now and she's just had it with all this shit and and then she's she, she's just upset about all this stuff with kenny she's just like oh everything's changing this sucks yeah to to me that kind of feels like a little bit I would be frustrated if I were actually talking to this person in this situation like you're you're mad about us having guns do you know about what's going on like I agree that well, it sucks but like you you can't be complaining as if we are going to change it we we have well, to Well no I think that was the point cuz she says she doesn't like that we all carry guns and then Lee says yeah, it sucks. It, he says exactly that. He says, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's probably good they make you feel uncomfortable. It sucks that we're doing this, but, you know, we kind of got to. And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a lot of using the gun as a metaphor for diving deeper into the apocalypse in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes up at least three times. This is one of them where it's someone just saying like, Hey, I just don't know if I'm okay with this. And Lee's like, well, yeah, none of us are like, we're all pretty upset about this, but like we, (laughs) we have to, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, And and then it gets worse from here. Uh, After a a bunch of explore uh, exploration, you do find out that someone's been stealing rations and and giving them to someone else. Uh, And the bandits show up saying, Hey, we want more rations. We want more stuff. Yeah, you find out. Oh, before we get to the bandits, uh, did you high five Duck? Absolutely, I high five Duck. Yeah, you can't just let that slide. I you've played through this what? How many times have you ever A not high five Duck? I think I did it like once just to see what happens, and then I reset and made sure to go back and do it. What happens? He he's just disappointed. He's like, oh, yeah, that's worse than dying. That's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's worse than anything. He, he died happy in this episode. Well, probably not. <laughs> he probably forgot. That was his last. <laughs> that was his last thought. He said, "Remember when we high five? That was pretty cool." It's so clever. Like he says, "Go to the gate now." Now you need to check out what's behind the gate. And like the gate's right there. And if you just turn left a little bit, you see his hand still raised in the air. It's just enough out of the way to make it like, okay, I, I'll do this. <laughs> Rat, mm-hmm. Because you're, you're so set on doing the next thing, exploring the next place, and it the hand's just out of the way. You have to make a conscious effort to spend the energy doing it. Yeah, you can't leave them hanging. <laughs> um, so. Oh, one more thing before we move on to the bandits. Okay. 
Carly says you should tell people about your past. Did you tell everyone? Or uh, did I you tell everyone, anyone? Yeah. yeah, I did too. I told everyone and I I told certain people like I was going to jail. I was I was a, a felon. And then I told mm-hmm. some people like hey no I I straight up was a murderer. Uh and I think it was mostly Oh, you know what? I don't think I told Doug. Duck. I didn't told. I, didn't I don't think you Duck. can. I don't think you can tell Duck because he's wrapped up in the mystery. I don't think you can talk to him outside of like the story stuff. Yeah, I just realized that. But uh, yeah, you I know told what's weird? Clementine. And I think when I told Clementine, I was like, I was, I was being arrested. I did something bad, and <laughs> she was. I, it eventually in the conversation it went to like, it was murder. But I didn't initially start out saying it was a murder. <laughs> Heads up, it was murder. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're thinking. Let's just get ahead of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird with Kenny. um, I did both of these choices. Mm. And it's weird how if you tell him you're a murderer, if you tell him you were going to jail, you know, he just says, uh, you know, this is going to count when we're making uh, choices for he gets on the boat. But if you just straight up tell him you're a murderer, he follows that up with, uh, but I appreciate the honesty. So it's weird that that's the better option with Kenny. Yeah, it seems like in terms of whatever hidden stats the game is keeping track of to like measure how every character feels about you, um, it really doesn't matter if you say you're a murderer or if you say you're a felon. Yeah, just in this one instance, it at least felt like he it it he was a little more appreciative with that choice. Yeah, but I don't think it matters. It just matters if you tell him you know as long as you're honest yeah i i I really liked the reaction that kenny gave because he was clearly soured by it he definitely didn't like it uh and he was his question that he shot back at you was is duck safe around you which is i think a of course duck is safe around him it's not like duck is gonna have sex with lee's wife in the same way Uh, you know, like like Duck is never at, at in danger of being killed by Lee until you know well, something happens. Well, <laughs> uh, but like that's a very fatherly question. Like, hey, I kind of don't care, but I have to ask. Like, are, is my family safe around you? Yeah. So is is that the choice you made? Yeah. You told him you were a killer because I know uh, the other choice. Um... If you just tell him you were going to prison, he says, uh, it wasn't for touching kids, was it? Oh, and, what? And Lee's like, no, Jesus. Oh, wait, did I get that? That sounds familiar. Um, I guess it's the same either way. I thought, I just thought it was interesting how no, I don't one I choice that. has him. Yeah, yeah. So that's if you just tell him you were on your way to prison. But if you tell him you were a killer, it's just interesting to me that being more straight up with Kenny has him appreciate it more. Or at least say he does, you know. I don't know if it plays into how he feels about you any strong, stronger. Yeah, I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last episode with Kenny's surprise racism. Uh, just thrown out in the middle, like, hey, you're you're urban. Do you know how to pick locks? Uh, and Lee's <laughs> like, well, I know what the hell that means. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think there, there's, I, this isn't part of racism, but I think it is part of, kenny's character archetype of being this uh southern 
person who's who's definitely like the stereotype they're going for with Lee is white trash adjacent. Yeah. Uh, you know how realistic of a person that is is beyond the scope of this podcast, but uh, they're they're definitely throwing in every once in a while, just like if you are adverse to that kind of person just being intolerant, they're just throwing in something a, a little bit every episode, just like one little thing of Kenny <laughs> just doing that. And I think it, it's good because it shows you like, hey, I've spent months in universe with uh, with Kenny and he's, he's not, he's not hateful. He's just like, he's provably ignorant in certain regards. Exactly. Um, and it is problematic. It is not good, but like you can choose to like how you deal with that is reflective of how you deal with people you don't like in general in difficult situations where you have to work together. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think whenever one of those things comes up, I do cringe a little bit like, Oh man, I wish Kenny, why'd you say that? That was bad. (laughs) But I, I get what they're going for with it. I, I think it's very clever. Um, I can't say it's enjoyable. I, I, I <laughs> like. I kind of hate it when it happens, but it it makes sense. I see what they're going for, if they're going for that. Unless they're just sort yeah. of making fun of the stereotype, which I think is possible, but is the the less generous way to read that. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think it does a good job of making Kenny feel a little more three dimensional. It's like a you. I wanted to be on Kenny's side in this game, but, you know, he's he's not a perfect person. Yeah. Like, he's got antiquated race beliefs and, and everything like that uh, that do come out and you do understand that he has them. But he'll never go against Lee for that. Like, he'll never yeah. actually do anything with it. Um, mm-hmm. Which doesn't make it okay at all. No. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it does prove that it's, like, not on his forefront it's just like he's got this this psyche that's been loaded up with things that are reflective of worse people that he has probably experienced a lot of growing up um and i think a lot of white people in america can probably relate to that in in some way like hey you know i'm trying my best but like i also every time i i do something that i realize is like oh i wasn't even thinking about that and that was terrible uh, you, you might have like a flash memory of someone that you thought of as like a role model adult type doing something similar to that when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Or is that too insular of a, <laughs> is that just me? Do I only have that? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, well, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. Uh, that That's one thing I liked about the last episode is uh, when Kenny accidentally does a racism. Uh he does apologize for it right after. That yeah. doesn't make it okay, but you can tell, like, he's not hes not trying to be malicious. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad apology. He just yeah. blames it on his upbringing. We've already he talked blames about it. it. On, he blames it on Florida. Yeah, he blames, he blames it on the state of Florida, which, like, <laughs> is not generally that's thought not a, of that's as not the a most good racist excuse. state. It's, like, yeah. just a sort of racist state. It's, like, there's <laughs> just a worse little. states, Kenny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick a better one. It doesn't seem like a great excuse, Kenny, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
so so yeah you you go around you telling everyone and i think as soon as you tell lily hey i found some evidence the ambush from the bandits is triggered right Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about this. I don't. To me, this is me neither. Like I mean, a it's just kind of, of the episode, actually. Yeah, it's just kind of an ep- action sequence. You know, there's the bandits. You try to negotiate with them, then walkers start attacking. Uh, so you got to get everyone in the van and get on out of there. Yeah, it's very tense. It's very tense when you're playing it. You're like, oh, this shit could go south like any second. Who knows what'll happen? But then once you're out of there, you're kind of like, oh, well, that wasn't, you know. I found that it wasn't very, the highlight of the episode. I found it very technically difficult to do. You, you know, that's funny. Uh, I've been telling you about how my roommates have been playing this. Andrew had a hell of a time <laughs> with this with segment trying trying to shoot those bandits. I well, think he got like four game overs. So on an Xbox One controller, and mm-hmm. this is one of the moments where I really wished I was on mouse and keyboard. Um, You aim with right stick and shoot with the A button? That's the same yeah. thumb, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I only got the one thumb. Yeah. Do, did you find that frustrating? I, I didn't found that have extraordinarily a frustrating. It, it's funny, because I didn't have a problem with it, and neither did my other roommate, Adam. We, we both just nailed it the first try. I mean, for me, it's just because, you know, I played it before, and I knew exactly what to do, but... Adam just like plowed through it no problem and it was such a contrast to Ape or uh, Andrew who uh, struggled <laughs> to get past this part. Well, I found out later that they they tell you to shoot with A but you can shoot with right trigger if you want. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I but I died a few times before I figured that out. Uh, because they don't they don't tell you that. They should it, right trigger should be the default thing you do and A should be the optional one. Because those are different fingers, and that's how games should work. <laughs> uh, you can't yeah. move the camera and press a face button at the same time. You just, that's, there's, like, we've had, in 2012, <laughs> we've had, like, 30 years of game design leading to that moment. <laughs> it was all leading up to this. We've now had 40, and I'm more frustrated by at least 10 years than I was, <laughs> I would have been if I played it at the time. I'm more frustrated than ever. Yeah, by 10 years. Um, Come on, Telltale. No wonder you went down. But yeah, so you're shooting out with the, the bandits, and you basically kill all of them without them hurting you at all. But the shootout... Uh, it, it encourages the walkers to come in, and one of them bites Doug at this point. Duck. Duck. Yeah, there's a <laughs> character named Duck and a character named Doug in this. Aren't game. you glad you? Aren't you glad you picked Carly, and you yeah. don't even have to worry about that? <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's why people save Carly. It's like Duck and Doug and can't have them together. That's the You're main reason. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have you ever saved Duck, Doug? No, I've never once saved Doug, and I probably never will. <laughs> I would Nothing personal, Doug. I, I want to know if the romantic options that you have with Carly are there with Doug. It's possible. He, You know, honestly, in that first episode, he kind of comes across that way a little bit to me. Um, yeah. So I wonder, that'd be neat. Um, you, you know what? It's hard to feel that bad for Doug because after this, he did get to have a cameo in Poker Night 2. Really? <laughs> yeah. In the opening cutscene, when you're like showing up at the club, you see him like, uh, 
moving a TV, I think, into one of the uh, other rooms. So he got work after. Cool. I I guess he's the canon person to save then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess no, he wouldn't be considering what happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So you all y'all get into the the van. You drive for a while. Do you notice? Did you notice? What Kenny is drinking while he's driving the van. Yes, I did. I have it written in my notes. He's, they have Benang in the couple. Kenny's drinking that, some Benang. That's like a whole new, maybe it's just the visual filter, but that looks like a new model for the Benang. It doesn't look yeah. like it just carried over from Sam and Max. They went out of their way to make new and improved Benang. I mean, I think the bottle in Sam and Max is all like sort of cartoon squashy. So it, it's, yeah. it doesn't look like a like a regular realistic bottle so maybe they had to but yeah it just wouldn't fit <laughs> yeah. in with the walking dead style it physically wouldn't fit in the cup holder <laughs> but i do like that <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't fit in the cup holder that's the only reason why <laughs> they had to make a new model <laughs> <laughs> shit you know we tried everything we just can't get this banang bottle banang uh i mean it's a, <laughs> what a nice little you know, it's not hard to make a new model of a cylinder yeah yeah but i'm glad they did it yeah, I'm. I'm really glad they did it. It, it could, fits it all together you imagine, in the main universe. Yeah, could you imagine if you went with the original title for this podcast? You were. You said you were going to call. It, you were thinking of calling it like Benang or something, right? I was thinking of calling it Benang colon the podcast. Imagine if you did, and then you, we stumble upon this. That'd be so wonderful. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it. As soon as I thought of telling the tale, it's like, well, it has to be <laughs> that because that's... I can't call it Benang. No one knows what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a banana-based podcast. Like, what is, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an awful choice, but I would have liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of bad ideas I know I can't use all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Benang is... Calling a podcast Benang the podcast is definitely one of them. Mitch, you'll be surprised to find out that 52.3% of players did name it the Benang Podcast. <laughs> uh, when I was working on a, a Pokemon podcast with Matt Corna and Jeff Onan that never got off I the ground. I know those people. And we were going to call it Everybody Loves Rhydon. I remember that. And <laughs> to this day, I'm still upset that we never officially called anything Everybody Loves Right On. <laughs> what a good name for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It, <laughs> it's so good. And uh, I think Matt, like, photoshopped uh, that, like, promo image from Everybody Loves Raymond, but just put Right On in all the places where Raymond is. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so... I'm sorry you didn't get to use it. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been great. Maybe um, next time. So Lily takes this opportunity while they just got in the van and are trying to settle down to really rumble things up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just being a, a huge asshat about it. And yeah, she's she's not great in this scene. Yeah, she's like, I know someone was stealing the stuff to give to the uh, to, to 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 give to the bandits. Just For some clean. reason, she thinks it's Carly. She's pretty insistent that it's Carly. I I don't know where she got that from. Yeah, she says it's either Carly or Ben, and I kind of immediately assumed it was Ben. Well, (laughs) for good reason, it turns out. Yeah, it turns out I was correct, but they don't know this at the time. Yeah, but even then, like, in the van, Ben is, like, really freaking out. It Mm -hmm. should be obvious that he's the one who did it. Yeah. 
and Carly's just like, whatever, fuck off. And Ben's like, no, man, I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so you, you go outside and she's just like really giving everyone. Well, the you hit degree. a walker. The van hits a walker. Right. So they have they have to stop. So Kenny can pull it out. And then she's like, everyone out of the van. Everyone line up. Uh, so, yeah, she thinks it's Carly. I, I'm not sure why. I I think maybe they're they're trying to, like, lean into some, like, girls infighting narrative trope that I kind of hate. Um, and I, I don't know what that's about. But, yeah, she because yeah. it's clearly you should think Ben. Ben is the yeah. newest. He's been with them the shortest amount of time. He would be the dumbest, probably. He would make this bad decision. Um, but you know it's not Duck or Clementine, just because because they're wee children. Uh, you know it's not Lee because you're Lee. <laughs> Clementine's the mastermind behind all this. You know it's not Lily. It could have been Katya or Kenny, but you have the idea that those people are both smart enough that they would know this is a terrible idea. So yeah. really, it just kind of has to be Ben. Yeah. <laughs> but Lily it, thinks and, it's Carly. And, and when you're of... showing the flashlight around, Ben is the only one who, like, really uh, freaks out. He's like, what's with the third degree? I didn't break it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone else is just kind of like, oh, geez, that sucks. Yeah. It turns out he did break it. And that's that's called foreshadowing. That's called being a big, fat liar. Wow, Ken. Or Ben. Uh, Ken Ben. <laughs> we got Ken and Ben, uh, Doug and Duck. So while they're arguing, sort of out of nowhere, Lily just raises the gun and shoots Carly in the face. And Man. kills Carly instantly. I think this is the moment in the entire game that stuck with me the most out of like any moment in this whole series. Um, not that I think it's the best moment in the series, but... It just, it comes so out of left field and happens so immediately yeah. that it just, it it's the one that sticks in my head. And I remember a friend of mine, um, he was playing it and, you know, we were kind of texting each other back and forth while he was. And when that happened, he texted me, he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And I was like, ha ha, I yeah. know what part you did. <laughs> well, I have in my, I have in my notes uh as these these are the notes that start as soon as you get in the van uh lily says everybody out lily no <laughs> mostly because i'm just thinking well everyone out that's where the zombies are don't that's why, where i go outside you can talk inside and then i hate i can i just say <laughs> i hate that no one calls them zombies i said it last time yeah but later on when you meet chuck chuck doesn't even call them zombies someone just call them that just yeah, just do it. That's the obvious name. You don't have to come up with cutesy little names. I don't think he Zombies calls them existed. walkers, but he does. He says something. He calls them creepy crawlies, which you know that's better he, than walkers. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's pretty. I think it's significantly better than walkers. I guess it's true. I mean, creepy crawlies is more specifically like these are bad. Walkers, it's like everything walks. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have to be a zombie to walk. Yeah, not everything is creepy. Not everything is crawly. <laughs> not everything. But these crawls. guys are both. Everything walks though. It's it's <laughs> everything's got a walk cycle in a video game. It's just it's all walking. That's true. And and yeah, I feel like it's just how out of left field this scene is. It just happens so fast. You're like, yeah. oh Jesus Christ. 
It really makes a strong impression. So I had to look up online, and I've I'd never done this for anything else in the game, but I had to look up. Is there anything I could have done to make Lily? <laughs> I not think shoot I did Carly? too. I I think the first time it happened to me, I was like, no, 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 we gotta yeah. save her. Like I paused nope. the game and I was like, "There's no way that just happens," <laughs> and, but it does. That that's just how that goes. So you all, have to deal with it. All the nice people, besides Clementine, mm-hmm. leave in this episode. Yeah, you're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're left with Kenny and Ben. Oh, it, it's man. a really sad moment right after Carly dies because Carly's dead, but also because. Uh, you can tell Lily like immediately snapped out of a curse. It was just like she was. She was, was like, so "Oh, sorry, up guys." And what so happened? focused on her anger, uh, which you know, considering that she's Larry's daughter, like she's gonna be pretty angry and uncontrollable. But you've never mm-hmm. really seen that come out this bad before. Uh, and and she immediately starts crying and apologizing and like pleading. Uh, mm-hmm. with with Kenny and uh, w- with Kenny and Lee, and she's like, "I forgave you, Lee, when you told me you killed someone." Yeah, and, and Kenny, how? I can forgive you too. Like you should forgive me. This doesn't feel the same. I don't think this is like at first. I was kind of like, eh, she kind of has a point. And then I was immediately like, "Wait, no, she doesn't," because both of these, I, I guess. I guess Lee's was pretty bad, but it, Carly felt like shooting Carly was like, you just killed an innocent person. Yeah. You just, just because you were angry, like Lee killed someone who had wronged him. Kenny killed someone out of self-defense to protect the group. Car- uh, Lily did it because she was a little mad. So now you're given the most potentially impactful choice in the episode, uh, which is to take Lily with you or not. What did you choose, Mitch? I I have it written here, like fucking no, you're out, bro. You, you yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Lily. You're out of here. Okay, this one I do expect someone who's played multiple times to do different things. So I did. I have. I know exactly what happens both ways. Okay, so this time you said no, don't be here. I said you're out of here. Go yeah, into of, the of woods, you out. animal. Like, you you can't do many things to break up this group because they're so tied together by the necessity of teamwork. Mm-hmm. But just straight up killing an innocent person without like hearing out everyone else—that is absolutely going to do it. Like you, yeah. I was even thinking in this episode, like, hey, I'm really warming up to Lily. <laughs> yeah, she was nice happened. at the beginning, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, like you're so, absolutely out. You just you can't just stick around. This is the reason why I always helped Kenny <laughs> kill Larry in the episode before. I was like, well, I have no reason to be on Lily's side. I oh, know what happens okay. coming up. But in this playthrough, I played it differently. I was like, well, Lee doesn't know that's going to happen. I feel like Lee would try to help. There's no way he would just jump to dropping a block on his head. Mm-hmm. Even even though, I, you know, it's pointless. Lily does this either way. Yeah. Do you what... want to know what happens if you uh, take Lily with you? Yeah. So if you take Lily with you, you tie her up, keep her in the van. When you get to the train, she undoes her restraints and she takes the van. <laughs> she drives off with the RV. Wow. 
Yeah, she bails either way. So, I, 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 at a certain point in this episode, I started writing a gone column on the side of my notes. <laughs> it fills up pretty fast this episode. Yeah, so I've got Carly, and then I've got Lily. But the thing with Lily is, I think it's possible for Lily to come back. We don't see her die. She doesn't, we don't see her. She sees walkers and then runs off. You see her like freak out and start running off. So yeah. you never see what Lily's ultimate fate is. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that at this point, you know, because you've played so much more and you've played the future seasons and stuff that, you know, stuff I don't. Um, so I guess don't completely spoil it for me, but yeah, I'll, I I'll won't just, tell. I'll just tell you what I'm thinking. I okay. would be kind of upset if Lily came back after leaving her on the side of the road. That okay. sh- that should narratively be a death sentence. Um not that I don't kind of want to see her come back. I I immediately felt sort of bad about it. Um yeah. I mean like I'm I'm still f- incredibly furious with her, but I like like her saying you just asked me forgiveness for you killing a person like just earlier today. And like, oh, that's true. <laughs> it, it's uh, true, but it's totally different. But it, that's, it's, that's it, clearly why the designers want you to do that. Like, hey, yeah. you're, you're given this opportunity to tell everyone. And you're like in the mode of expecting forgiveness because no one is actually going to hold it against you that hard. They're going to be shocked and surprised. But you're watching everyone who you've been like nervous about telling this whole time. Sort of say like, hey, Lee, I mean, that's bad. That's clearly bad, but you're 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 not a bad guy. Yeah, they've had months. They've known Lee for so long at this point. And then you have to make a strong call about it being thrown back in your face. Yeah. And you don't give the forgiveness that you were expecting from everyone else. Probably. I'm I'm assuming that most people leave Lily behind. I'm not sure. I I think it's a I really think it's different when you've killed someone in the past rather than killing someone else who was part of your group. Well, yeah. Carly was a big part of, uh, she was among this group of, uh, I don't want to say friends, but, uh, survivors, this group. And the, the, that who's to say she doesn't do that to anyone else. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's the main thing. What about I'm... poor Clementine? Right. Yeah. If that you're... hat's, that hat's not going to protect her brain. If you're trying to keep this group safe, you're 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 trying to keep them away from anyone that could potentially like blow a gasket and just get really mad and start shooting people. And Lily just proved she's exactly that kind of person. Um, and because you know, like the, the hereditary thing with this anger management problem, it, it it's probably not just going to be fixed because she feels really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, she she basically tries the I'm sorry approach. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it yeah. it's not convincing. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, she's yeah, sorry. It's, it's I didn't like, know that. <laughs> if you <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't take into consideration that you were sorry. I guess you can come. <laughs> uh yeah, like what were they thinking they would do with her if you if you bring her with you? Like Yeah, I mean, uh, do you just keep her tied up forever? <laughs> like Leonard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess Telltale sort of set the expectation that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, just keep her in the closet. Feed yeah, you her when Max she needs tied it. up. Uh, Leonard, you you feed him old VHS tapes or whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we 
I feed him old VHS tapes. Yeah, that's what you uh, feed Leonard. That's the- could could you imagine if in this group they brought back one of the other Telltale Texas Hold'em characters? <laughs> this would be the funniest series to bring back an old <laughs> Texas Hold'em character. <laughs> oh, what's this, the surfer guy? Imagine if you had him in your group. Yeah, like. It- <laughs> After the train station, you you meet up with Harry, uh, Henry Winehead. That'd be so funny. <laughs> oh man! I, well, I I haven't played season four yet. Maybe it's still possible. Maybe that's the 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 end of season reveal. Like, oh, it, this was in the universe too. Henry Winehead's right here. <laughs> you walk by and they're all playing a card game. <laughs> um, I could totally see some zombies based on those characters, just like in the background of one scene, though. As a, I could see that as a little Easter egg. Because yeah, they're, they're already um, deformed enough because they're zombies that you can't tell that like in life they were also deformed. Yeah, um, Mitch, I want to bring it up just before I forget. I don't even remember if I had already brought this up last episode. Uh, did I ever tell you how they reference The Walking Dead in Poker Night Two? Uh, they have like a little conversation about it. Yeah, other than Doug, uh, they have a little conversation about it. Uh, I don't remember the exact com- conversation, but my favorite part of it, uh, I I think Sam is talking about how, oh, The Walking Dead got so big now, and now it's so popular. He says, uh, even that goofball Larry wanted script approval. Who's Larry? From The Walking Dead? The guy whose head got crushed? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Sam and Max characters. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, Larry. no, they're talking. They're talking about Walking Dead and how it's you know so big for Telltale now, and mm-hmm. Sam's talking about Larry, Mitch. I was, I, <laughs> I was so taken aback when you said that. <laughs> Who's Larry? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. That was that was strange. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god. I was just thinking, what? like, Larry Koopa, Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. I, I don't know. I guess Larry from Walking Dead wouldn't be one of the most iconic Larrys in games. Yeah, he. you know what I think part of it is? is uh, he doesn't really look like a Larry to me. <laughs> I have an uncle That's... named Larry who's a, who's a very gentle, smaller guy. Larry strikes you as as a nicer name, a nicer yeah, person. He's 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 like a oh hey it's Larry it's a party time, <laughs> or, <laughs> party time. Maybe he was in his younger days. Yeah, I he mean, was he was party. They called him Party Time Larry. He he threw his patented angry parties. <laughs> <laughs> angry parties. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think Larry's my new uh, weekly guy. Yeah, that's where the term rager comes from. It's an angry party. <laughs> um, they scream at each other and punch each other. So, yeah, you know, kicking kicking Lily out felt really bad for me. It was yeah. it was the the choice in this episode that I regretted the most by far. I don't know if I regretted it to the point where I would have done something like else, reset. but I was really preoccupied with it the whole time. I think it has to happen. She can't be in this group no more. That gets you kicked out. Sorry. They're really um, good with these moments about putting Clementine right in a doorway or something. Where... Yeah, she saw she saw the whole thing. She saw Lily shoot Carly right in her face. Yeah, her seeing Lily shoot Carly made me feel better. Like, okay, Clementine's going to understand why Lily can't come. But yeah. then her seeing you kick out Lily is like, 
oh man i wish he didn't see that i wish he just thought <laughs> lily left um because because that does make you feel quite bad um mm-hmm. but you know like y- your your character and by extension the player probably developing some sort of feelings for carly at this point and yeah i think so you- i think it was pretty clear when you were talking with her and now carly's head is mush on the ground yeah well that's a bummer <laughs> yeah that's instant boner killer <laughs> oh well you found this train uh <laughs> and you're you're able to get it working and going uh and on the way you find this guy named chuck uh and chuck in in somewhere in the middle of it all mm-hmm. tells uh Oh, I, I'm going a little bit out of order, but let's just do this first, I guess. He 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 tells Lee, like, hey, you know, Clementine's going to die up there if you don't make some big changes. She ain't going to make it. She ain't going to make it. Uh, you need a plan. And by the way, look at her her mop of a hair. You, you, like, she's so grabbable. And what? <laughs> she doesn't know how to shoot a gun? What, what are you trying the to furthest, wait for? That's the furthest thing from Epic. <laughs> Yeah, he says that about the word epic, and then Lee's like, <laughs> I'm convinced. Well, that's not very awesome sauce of you, Lee. So I, I think that you can potentially not do all of these things. But I did all the I, things. I think you do have to do them all. I oh, think okay. it's it the story progresses once you do all these. Yeah, so you can you teach her how to use a gun. Which she is pretty upset about, but I, I think uh, filters into this idea of like, Katya, you really were wrong about this. Like, we have to. Um, you, no, I, I, I don't disagree with Katya. It's not cool that you guys have to carry around these guns. We do need to do it, but that doesn't mean you necessarily have to like it. Well, yeah, but I don't think that's what she was saying. I, I think I, th- I think it was. She was just saying, I don't like that we carry all these guns around now. I'm uncomfortable with all these guns. I don't think she was saying, I don't think she was making the argument of like, I think we should get rid of all these guns. I think she was just saying, oh, this sucks. You know, we all have guns now. Everything's different. This sucks. And that's right. That is true. I agree with her. But Lee does tell her, look, it does suck. But unfortunately, this is the world we're in now. I think, And it sucks for Clementine, too. It sucks that she has to use a gun. I I agree with this, but I also sort of my my take on what Katya was doing was like if she's starting an argument with Kenny about this, that means like she's saying I'm uncomfortable with these guns, therefore you know, let's do something about it. Uh mm-hmm. like I it it wouldn't be an argument if she was just voicing like man, I hate how we have to use guns now. If if she, I I think the argument stands for from do you really have to use a gun right now? And like, well, yeah. Uh, and and that that to me felt like Katya kind of just not getting it. But I can I can I can see that. To to me, it just felt like what she was saying was she just doesn't like it. But you know that could be too. But also, I feel like Kenny might be the type of person who would kind of make it more of an argument. Just. If you if you say, "Look, I don't like that we have guns," he might be like, "Well, we need what? What the hell? We need these guns." Kenny's very uh, I I could see Kenny having an argument with his wife over something 
over an opinion on something, I guess. Well, even what you just said just now, like, look, I don't like that we have guns. That kind of feels just like, so? Are you saying you want me to do something? <laughs> like, you want me to not have a gun? Because I'm not going to not have a gun. It. Yeah, no, I get that, but... Yeah, okay. Yeah, we... we yeah. Well, I, I think either way that you feel about it... Um, it it makes you feel weird teaching Clementine to shoot, but it it does also <laughs> give you uh, a moment of of dadly advice where you can teach a kid something that I think feels good for this moment in yeah. Lee and Clementine's relationship where she's had just the worst day in the world. Yeah, she, uh, Lily and Carly leave and everything. Yeah, and and this is after the part with. Uh, Duck and Katya, too. Yeah. So e- even worse. Even worse things that we haven't talked about yet. So there's a choice in here. Uh, so Katya is, is taking care of Duck, who's been feeling terrible since he was bitten. Uh, and Kenny's just trying to block it all out and mm-hmm. get the train going. He's trying to focus on the train in an effort to not focus on Duck. He's very much in denial. He's like, he's fine. So he's a little sick. Yeah. Um. It's obviously not fine. It's not great. No. <laughs> Should have given him some of that banang. Yeah. Why didn't Duck drink the banang? That could have saved him. He could have still been around. Yeah. What Whatever they do to fix zombieism in Tales of Monkey Island kind of makes you feel like The Walking Dead should have just done that, but fine. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they just do that? Pirate voodoo. Yeah. They should... It's it's frustrating that no one's trying pirate voodoo. <laughs> no one thought of this, really? <laughs> uh, but but Katya gets to the point where she's like, you got to tell Kenny to stop the train. It's it's for real right now. And mm-hmm. uh, you, there's two choices here. One is like, how do you get Kenny out of his stupor? And you can either fight him or talk him out of it. Which uh, did you do? I didn't realize I was making a choice about it, but I was I eventually talked him out of it. I'm, I did too, but the very first time I ever did it, I fought with him. What happens when you fight him? Um, it's about what you think. Does he you like fight with him? Does he like hate you more for that? I think so. He gets real mad. He starts getting like he starts saying he says like I uh, I fucking hate you, Lee. You're always a piece of shit. Etc. Etc. Um, which is why I don't. I usually try to talk him out of it. Now, it's like I don't want to be that guy and fight Kenny. Yeah, I don't I, hate Kenny that much. By the end of this episode, uh, Kenny's opinion of Lee is just very um, indifferent to the point of clear depression. Yeah. Well, that's for, just for how me. he feels about everything. Yeah. yeah. I, so, it, is that not the case? Is he more angry if you fight him? I think even if you fight him, it's just the same. Like, he's he's not going to care. He's he's not going to show any anger towards Lee if his whole family, if he lost his whole family. Yeah, I guess. I, th- I feel like it's just the same. It has been a long time since I've actually fought with Kenny, so maybe it is. But That feels kind of like an feeling. empty choice then. Like, what's, yeah, what's the purpose maybe. of it being different? I guess just in the moment you want to do different stuff, but. Yeah, you know, it's just part of the story. It's just what's going on. Sure. Because I, I, even if you're, like, 
on Kenny's side the whole time, even if you and Kenny are like the best bros, after Kenny's family bites it, I think he's not really going to be close with anybody. Okay. That makes sense. Um, um, yeah, so so however you do it, you're eventually going to be able to convince Kenny to see the light in that Duck is going to die. And if he dies, he's going to become a walker, which means he can't even keep his body on the car. Yeah. Um, so then you're given, I think, a bigger choice of saying who should kill Duck. Mm-hmm. Either you say Katya to do, should do it, Kenny should do it. Or I'll do it. That's three choices. That's one more than normal. Yeah. What did you say? Well, it's so weighted, right? (laughs) You're not going to tell someone's parents like, oh, well, you're the parent, so you should definitely kill your own kid. Mm. (laughs) Did you do it? I, so here's the thing. I always shoot duck for for them. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Our our friend Adam did not quite see it that way. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Adam I, I definitely Kenny also shot duck it. for them. Like I, I felt like it's the only right thing to do. You don't force yeah. the parent to kill their kid. What did yeah. Adam do? <laughs> Adam said, I don't want to do it. You do it. <laughs> to Kenny or Katya? Kenny. He told Kenny, ew, I don't want to shoot a kid. You handle it. <laughs> oh. Okay, what happened? Did, you, that, did, you, that's... did Kenny go through with it? Um, yeah, but so when you actually, after, uh, Katya shoots herself, so that still happens. you're given, okay. yeah, we didn't even get to that part yet. That happens no matter what, but like, even if you say Katya I, should do it. Yeah. She goes into the woods and kills herself. And then both you and Kenny, uh, are like, what the flip was that? And then you run in and you see it and Kenny's like, oh no, geez. Um, and, and <laughs> oh d- shoot ah oh, d- darn it <laughs> dagnab dagnab she's the person she's the person i kissed at my wedding <laughs> that's such a strange way <laughs> have you yeah, ever said so, that before that's a, such that's such a strange way to put that <laughs> <laughs> well i've never been married before so that's i true. guess i haven't i haven't had the opportunity yet it's the but, person uh, i kissed at my wedding <laughs> She was there, yeah. even. <laughs> she, you know what? When I was standing right up there on the altar, I guess she was the only other one there. She was at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's dead on the floor in a pile of spaghetti sauce. It did look like the least real blood out of anything this season so far. <laughs> Is that... Did you clock that as well? It It really didn't... Like, this season leans into the gore, and it's still very stylized and everything. But mm-hmm. maybe it's just since you don't see it happen, you just see the puddle. So it's a little like, uh, oh, well, that's just mm-hmm. they just placed that under. Her. Um, yeah, I don't like that Katja dies. She was she I was know. my big crush. Remember, I told you last episode. Yeah, I wanted to know what your sister thought of that, but <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't listened to it yet. Boy, well, I regret saying it. Yeah, well, um, we'll, we'll find out. I guess I regret episode. bringing it. Yeah, I guess I regret bringing it up to the forefront again more this episode. So yeah. let's move on. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I'll I'll steer it away from you as a friend if you want me to, but also <laughs> if you bring it up, <laughs> I can't do Thanks, anything Mitch. for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought. <laughs> <laughs> 
so anyway, Kenny lost both. Uh, yeah, I did choose to shoot Duck. Yeah. Um, did Adam? Adam did not. Okay. <laughs> Adam, even back then, because they let you go back on it. Yeah. When after Katja dies, you can choose to be like, "Oh, look, Kenny, your wife just died. I'll, I won't let, I, I won't make you kill your kid." Adam was still like, "No, you kill him." I don't want it. I got stuff to do. What is Adam's perspective? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh man! Did he? Did you I, ask him about it? No, I just let him do it. You know, I don't. I don't want to tell him that the choices he makes are wrong. But uh, well, I that I don't that, think they are. I just want to know why he did it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, when I asked him, that's what it came down to. It was just Adam saying I didn't want to do it. I didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's so smart. We should have done Ima- that because I didn't <laughs> imagine want to do if, it. Imagine if Lee said that. <laughs> Ew, Kenny. No, he's your kid. I don't want to shoot him. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to deal it, with man. it, nerd. Uh, <laughs> I I think this is such a clever mechanical thing because when when you're sort of like on the side of the train and Katya is holding Duck, and the the question of like who should kill Duck comes up, uh, it. I still picked I'll do it, but it felt very abstracted at that point. It didn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get in the woods and you see that Katya already died and you see the permanence of that, I, I think you're 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 in it now. You, you've been mm-hmm. inoculated to what the situation really is about. People are going to leave. Yeah, uh, you say, oh, so this is the walking dead. Yeah, so this is what this choice really means. Uh, when it's mm-hmm. either me or Kenny, that's actually what the choice is about, and you're finally given that. Like, Katya died to give you a clear-headedness about the mechanics of this game. About can you really kill Duck? And I, I still did, but it it was harder that second time. Yeah, and they make you do it. It's not like a cutscene. You got to like actually aim mm-hmm. the reticle at Duck and choose to shoot him. I had the reticle aimed at Duck for a good five, six seconds before I actually pulled the trigger. I wasn't sure if I was actually going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I was going to do it. I, I, that's not true. I, I'm, I lied about that. I knew for <laughs> you, sure. That you, was him. you look over at Kenny. He's just kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just fooling. Yeah, like now uh, you start to talk like Kenny. Like, no, he might get better. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. So he's a little sick. He's a little sick. Well, I'm glad we came to yeah. an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think in terms of emotion, they really sell this scene really well. Mm-hmm. Just seeing like Kenny, this hardened asshole this whole time, just break down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like hold it in. You see him fucking sob his eyes out. You see the tears go down his face. You see his lip quiver. You see him like hide his face in his hand. They really just go all in on Kenny is fucked here. And I think they pulled it off super well. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's real rough. Uh, I think the it, episode it, could have ended there. Because everything I after kind this of point think so too. just feels and sort of tacked on. Yeah, I, I don't like, I don't dislike what happens, but now that you say that, I do agree. And I think it's because this episode runs longer than the others too. Yeah, like, yeah. When I was when I was watching my roommates play it, I thought I, so much happens in this episode, and it's so long. 
it, I do feel like you could have like saved Omid and Krista for episode four, but then also maybe not because episode four is also pretty long and a lot happens in it. So maybe they just had to, maybe they're like, look, we don't have the room to move this. Um, but I do agree with you. I, I do agree. This probably would have been a good note to end on. It just would have been like really a really powerful scene. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, I hope it gets better next time. Yeah. And then I kind of felt the same after that when I cut Clementine's hair. And like that would have been a very sort of calm. Thinky moment to end the episode. And then it didn't happen Mm -hmm. either. Yeah, maybe that would have been good to end on because it's like, look, a lot of shit went down, but you kind of have this uplifting moment right after where you, okay, so we're prepared, we have a plan, let's go into this next episode and hope things play out a little better. Let's hope less people die this time. Yeah, um, so the Omid and Krista thing, let's let's not spend too much time on it because we're getting long in the episode and also it. There's a lot to talk about, but much. yeah, yeah, this we don't need to get as into it. Yeah, there's an oil tanker hanging off the side of an overhead bridge that the train is going to run into. If <laughs> oh don't no, we we totally missed something. Tanker. We totally forgot something. Is it is it critical? Oh n- well, we we <laughs> okay, brought okay. it up earlier. I was just going to bring up how it turns out Ben did. He oh, admits yeah. that he was responsible for it, and Lee's like, "You better keep that shit to yourself, you stupid, you stupid shaggy asshole." Yeah, and I, my my prediction is that he does keep it to himself. Um, he goes, <laughs> just because I this... can't imagine like two episodes from now, Ben goes, I have to say it, I, I, it was my fault, <laughs> and then like Kenny goes, like what from like five years ago? Why would it? Why would it matter? <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> yeah, for for Lily and Carly being gone, that those aren't even my favorite people. Who who gives a shit? <laughs> Well, it's it's more he's responsible for Kenny's family being gone. I feel like that's the big one. Oh, I feel I like at this point everyone's directly though, like yeah, but it's still you know it still is his fault. You know he doesn't make the deal with the bandits. The bandits never attack. The walkers uh, never bite duck. I guess that's so, at least that's there. Such a long thing, though, and like because because even if the bandits did attack, like Duck was in exactly the wrong place to find a uh, like a walker on. Well, him. he yeah, he wouldn't have been in that spot if the bandits didn't attack. Like even if the walkers got in, I feel like Duck might not have been in that exact wrong spot to be in. That's so, so butterfly effect, though. Like I. Even for someone yeah, but as, it is like, the Kenny, way it happened. I can't imagine him actually caring. Maybe I'm wrong. Are are, are you sure about that? Remember Kenny? Yeah. Okay. I, and also, <laughs> you've played the game, so <laughs> so maybe it matters. Um, but I. Uh, it, it, but boy, I can't. Ben really fuck. This has one of my favorite scenes. Not just out of a um, it it doesn't even play into the story. But I would feel bad if I didn't bring it up because it's me and my sister's favorite thing in the episode, and also my roommates got a big kick out of it. If you exhaust if you exhaust all your options with Ben. And then you talk to him a Ben yeah. uh, again, not a Ben. He goes, uh, "Hey Ben, yeah, see ya, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that too. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the inside joke thing from Walking Dead season one for me. Like I bring it up with <laughs> anyone I play it with. <laughs> hey Ben, yeah, yeah, <laughs> see, see ya, ya. yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it's the best. It's 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 just the best. Okay, so anyway, Omid, Krista, you find Omid and Krista on the bridge. You got to cut down the tanker that's blocking the train's way. Are these so show go... characters? No, they're for the game. Okay, Omid struck me as like, is this based on an actor I should know or something? He kind of has that. Like, he has a very specific face to him. Yeah. yeah I like I Omid. No, it... no he, he's made for the game, but... Okay. Uh, I do like Omid. I feel like after all this shit that's gone down, it helps having someone who's a little more lighthearted, a little more, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say he's jokey, but he's a little jokey. He's he's here to kind of make you smile a little bit. This is the first time in, in, in this game where, like, we lost, I lost four characters uh, this game. Carly, so Lily, wait. Katya, and Duck. That's right. I totally forgot Lily counted because you don't necessarily see her die. Mm-hmm. So I was like, four? What are you talking? Oh, yeah. So now I get yeah, it. Yeah. And again, maybe we she comes back, but like, I'm sort of playing along with the game right now. Like, okay, what if she mm-hmm. doesn't? Um, yeah. But uh, with with Chuck, the, the vagrant character on the train, uh, and Omid and Krista, the people that you just run into when they're on a bridge... Um, it, it's it fe- it felt n- artificial to me. Like, oh, we're just replenishing the pool of people you have to talk to. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I don't mind it since, you know, I, I do more or less like these characters. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of feel like you could have maybe saved them for the next episode. And it wouldn't have felt that. Like, you yeah. immediately lose these characters and then you immediately gain more, like in the same episode. I, I do feel like you could have held off and introduced them like the following month, the next episode, and it wouldn't have felt that strongly like you were just replacing them. So I get it. I get where you're coming from. And especially for me, Carly and Lily were both characters I, I quite liked. So it's like, oh, well, don't feel bad that those people that you liked are gone. Here's some <laughs> you got Omid and Krista now. Yeah. You got Chuck now. Don't worry about them. Omid is like... A, a big civil war history buff isn't that great and like dude lily was there <laughs> there were all these people they were just here you're not gonna make me forget about lily or carly or, well, yeah i guess i forgot already <laughs> which one it is <laughs> um yeah th- this this whole thing you got to get this oil tanker down so the the train can pass and the way you do it is you go into this train station that's a little ways away with Clementine. And this is your first. Clementine knows how to use a gun now. And Clementine's going to be active in helping you. Yeah, she's moment. your little sidekick. She uh, She's small enough to fit in a hole above this, this cell door. Uh, I don't know why there's like a cell in a train station. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe it was just part of the aesthetic. It's like, ah, it's it's a sheriff's office now or something. Because there were cells and keys. Yeah. What's, so maybe it's just for? to sell the, the illusion. I don't know. That's the only reason I can think of. Maybe, Why would you have jail cells in the Maybe it's like station? a tourist trap where like they pretend it's a jail. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I meant. Like, uh, oh, see, it's like the Wild West. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember uh, the train? So you, you you send Clementine in and she finds this blowtorch, but all of a sudden there are some walkers in this room, which would have been ah, impossible surprise. to hide, but somehow they were there. Um, <laughs> and there, there's two that Lee needs to fend off and, and you just uh, 
do that. And then there's one inside the cell that Clementine needs to fend off. And then you feel really bad about sending Clementine in there at all. But uh, she gets the keys and you unlock the door and you get her out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also she has the gun. So, um, yes, she didn't shoot it. She couldn't. Uh, she couldn't shoot it, so I guess the point of the scene is just, look, we know we taught Clementine, but she's not quite ready yet. Yeah, she's 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 got the physical skill, but like she's not. She needs to bring herself to pull the trigger when it when she needs to. She's not mentally in the situation yet. Yeah, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Um, but then you get that blowtorch. You use it to cut through the metal, which is like. I know you can do that, but it, the metal's so thick, it, it'll take this part way longer. Feels, <laughs> yeah, this part feels very adventure gamey. It's like, oh, well, we need to cut this down. Oh, well, luckily there was a blowtorch in this train station. Yeah, yeah. Just I, what we need. Seriously, I think everything after Duck dies is like a little bit, not a little bit, it's a much weaker episode all of a sudden. It's fine. It's not like bringing me down. It's not the worst thing we've ever played on this podcast, but but it's just up until that point. Think of all the other shit you've done in this episode. Yeah. And then this I think that I I agree with you that episode 2 is kind of a stronger story because that's the focus the entire episode. Here it's lots of things happening, lots of big shit happening. And that's great, but then this last part feels kind of disconnected from the rest of it. Yeah, I can tell that like this episode three is sort of we're closing a lot of loops that began in episode one and we're opening a lot of loops that are probably going to end in episode five bringing Mm -hmm. the the season together and it has it has an internal arc and i think it's kenny's family is is the owner of that arc Mm -hmm. but it um and, and also lily's thing Lily's thing and Kenny's family, <laughs> between the two of them, that that makes the personality of this episode. But this episode is also kind of what I was talking about before, where it's like, I don't know if I will for sure remember everything that happens in this episode specifically, because it feels more like, this is chapter three of five. This is part mm-hmm. of a, a much larger thing, where episode two really was its own thing that was also part of a larger thing. I, I think overall this episode still has its own identity. Like, this is the train episode. Like, even when you're doing this stuff, it's so you can get the train moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel disconnected to all of the character stuff that had just happened. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I'll still be able to look at this and say, ah, yes, the, the famous train episode. So, the train being loud attracts a lot of walkers, but it usually doesn't matter because... Um, you're going so fast that it just mm-hmm. they they can't get on. Uh, but the train's been idling for a while while you cut down this oil tanker thing. So now the danger is there's a bunch of walkers coming up. So it's a walker party. There's like t- it's like a tidal wave of walkers behind you. So you're you're cutting down the thing and you do it and then everyone except for you and Omid who were there cutting down the thing gets on the train and the train's going. And uh, then there, there's some light choices, I'll call them, here with Omid that might or might not matter. Um, you try to talk Omid into jumping. And like... He's like, no. You you have the option to push him. But it, <laughs> like, he just he doesn't just jump. He just doesn't do it. Yeah. Uh, did you did you push him? 
I did not push him. I told him, uh, jump. And he says, no. And you say, just do it. And he's like, still no. And then, can, and then Lee just says, fine. And then he jumps off. And then after that, Omid says, ah, fuck. And then he jumps off. Yeah, I, I wanted them to give me the option one more time. Because at that point, I was going to push him. Um, <laughs> but I, I didn't realize he was really this set in on not jumping. I kind of thought, because yeah. Omid reads very much like a uh, a comic relief character. Uh, so when mm-hmm. he's saying like, uh, no, I don't think so. I'm like, okay, you're you're joking, but you will, right? And then he <laughs> didn't. It's like, oh, I, I sorry, I took the tone wrong. I thought you were just not going to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were supposed to be the funny one. Yeah, be funny on the train. <laughs> uh, Come on, yuck it up. So So he hurts his leg really badly. Yeah, he, so... Whether you push him or he jumps, he does not get a good, uh, he does not land on it well. He falls off and hurts his leg. Oh, so it doesn't matter if you push him? Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I thought really that matter. mattered. Okay. No, if you if you don't push him, then Lee just says, all right, suit yourself. And he jumps off and then, then Omid's just like, oh, fuck, Jesus. And then he jumps off. Uh, then he falls and hurts his leg and he goes, ooh, ah. Mm-hmm. So, and then you get another choice. And this uh, this one I really don't like. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I'm sorry this episode ended on a on a low note for you. It's fine. It just it sort of deflated as it went on. But I get it. I I'm I'm with you. Uh, but th- I I don't love this choice because like uh, Chris- it doesn't matter. Krista doesn't really goes matter. and helps uh, Omid stand up, and then they're running after the train. Mm-hmm. And then Omid and Krista are like right in front of the window, and I guess you have you. I mean, I I know now. It's a choice of like which one are you prioritizing, Omid with the broken leg who like needs more help, or Krista who who doesn't have a broken leg who could help more. Um, and mm. I didn't see. I didn't see any of that choice. I was just like, oh, Krista's right in front of me. I'll pick her up. And then like I, it's one of those things where like the reality of the choice I'm making does not match up at all with what I think I'm making the choice on. Because I thought, like, I'm just going to grab Krista, and then I'm going to grab Omid, like, one after the other. Why would this be a Mm -hmm. choice? But I grabbed Krista, and then they, like, both sat back, and then it says, you chose to help Krista first. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. I would have definitely picked Omid first. Like, Krista was just right in front of me. So, Do you think it would have worked better if they... So, this for this choice, the camera's in a weird spot where you're seeing Lee look either left or right at them. Usually when you have to make a choice like this, it puts the camera behind Lee. Yeah. And puts it like, you have to make the choice. Do you think that's why it, it didn't really feel like something you had to think about and choose? Yeah, or, or like the camera would be centered between the two choices. It wasn't this time. It was right in front of Krista. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, oh, well, this is fastest. And then like the fastest thing to do, would it will save the most people once I keep saving people. But it only... Let's you save one person at first, and then Omi just finds his way on the train. Um, yeah, I, it is kind of a weak choice because no matter who you pick, the other one uh, gets on anyway. I wonder if they're playing with expectations with it because at this point, they it you pretty much know like, look, if you have to choose between two people, one of them's making it and the other isn't. And so this time, that's not what happens. Both of them get yeah. on the train regardless. I'm so. glad that didn't happen because I would have wanted to save Omid of the two of them because... Yeah, he's fun. 
He's because the funny he's one. Not mad at me. Uh, yeah, Krista's so rude to you in this episode, mm-hmm. and she's she's like nice to Clementine. She's not like awful, but it feels like every time you talk to her, she's like like when you save Clementine in the train station, uh, she's like, uh, you expect me to believe uh, you two stop three walkers and Lee? You can be like, uh, hey, we made it, didn't we? Yeah. She says like, yeah, this time. It's mm-hmm. like, what answer do you want me to say to you? Are you going to yeah. be angry no matter what I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, There's that's no winning with felt. you, Krista. Like, I, I think that is we're we're coming up on maybe a systemic weakness of this format, rather mm-hmm. than particular choices. It's like if you want a character to be mad at me, I will be upset if I felt like I made all the decisions that would maybe even sacrifice happiness in some other way. But we're specifically guided toward not making this character mad at me. That isn't real life, you know? Like, if I sacrificed That's... everything in my own life to make you not mad at me, Dustin, I could do it. But I don't do that. <laughs> Thank so you. you're always mad at me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, like it, it, it's always a choice between different things. I think that's realistic. But, like, if if I made an effort to be like, hey, I actually want Krista on my side... I should. I really feel I should be able to do it. Um, Maybe, and it should make everything worse if it's a bad call. But like that one thing should be possible. I guess so. But also at the same time, I guess some people are just like that. Like remember early in the episode, Kenny and you are not seeing eye to eye, and it feels like even if you say the stuff that should make him not mad at you, he's still like a little pissy. He's still yeah. like a little mad at you. So you know, I guess that's just. Maybe it's less realistic to be like, I said the nice thing. Now you have to be nice to me. Yeah. Or at least like I haven't given you actual reason to feel the way you feel. Um, yeah. I, I guess Krista's just a little more. Uh, maybe she's just a little less open to trusting these new people than Omid is. And I, I guess that is how it is when they're up on the bridge. Because Omid's like, hey, how's it going? Krista's like, look, if you give us trouble, we're out of here. So I wonder if she's just uh, distrustful. Maybe something happened in her life early on to make her like, even if you're nice to me, I don't trust you, mister. Yeah, like a zombie apocalypse or something. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that is where the episode ends after you save either Omid or Krista. Oh, Oh, right. I almost forgot. This part's important. So Clementine's asleep on the train and they're they're all just sort of hanging out. Uh and Lee and Kenny are in the front compartment of the like the the conductor's room of the train. And then all of a sudden Clementine's radio makes a sound. Uh-oh. And it's a it's a guy's voice and he he's like, "Hey Clementine, I'm here with your parents. Uh you, you, we're going to get Come you Come and find in- us whether Lee wants you to or not." Yeah, whether Lee wants you to or not. So all of those times in the last three episodes, which they haven't done that much, but they've done a little bit, where Clementine's been talking to her radio, you're meant you to see believe... It at the beginning, you see it at the beginning of this episode in particular, when you're coming back to the motel. Yeah. You see her talking on her walkie-talkie, and Lee's just kind of like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're meant to believe that um, she's just been sort of imagining uh, her parents on the radio. Yeah. And she's yeah, not actually talking to better. anyone, and it's a broken radio, but, you know, it yeah, means something. But it her. turns out... Turns out she's been talking to someone. 
Yeah, someone who doesn't sound awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a very strange through line of this season so far. And I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but like... There's this crazed woman out in the woods who's decided that she's going to adopt Clementine. Uh, And then there's this guy on the radio that, like, he wants to own Clementine. Why? (laughs) Clementine's all the rage these days. Everyone wants a Clementine? Like, why (laughs) why is she so much, so high in demand? Because she's the big star of The Walking Dead. Yeah, but not yet. People want more Clementine. <laughs> People want more Clementine. Uh, really, though, is it just like people preying on little girls? And, and, and is that just the whole thing? Like, why would why would anyone care about Clementine? So, well, the thing is, in the last episode, it was because uh, Jolene, the woman who worked at the uh, Save Lots, uh, the story there is. She went crazy after the bandits kidnapped her daughter. Right. I, I I think her daughter and just took her into the woods and like raped and killed her, I guess. And so she went insane. And I guess she's just looking to replace her to save someone else. So she thinks she's like trying to save Clementine from all this shit. Um, and then she gets shot in the head by Danny. Right. That did happen. But I... I mean, yeah, each one of these people, except for now, we don't know the reasoning of the guy on the radio. Yeah. But it still feels like each one of the, like this group of people um, have their reasons, but in general, it's coming up a lot. So what what is the, the arc of the story trying to say? Like, when you have a kid, everyone wants it. <laughs> it's because she's she's cute as a button and everyone wants one everyone they wants see lee taking care of they see lee taking care of clementine they're like oh i want one of those is this how women feel all the time because <laughs> man that sucks and it gives me a new newfound appreciation for their struggles in life uh, see i don't want a child to take care of i can barely take care of myself i don't want to it's hard enough taking care of a clementine in the game my decision to have a child is going to be greatly informed by how many other people want it. Uh, <laughs> I want people to be jealous of me. <laughs> oh, that's the opposite direction I was going to head, but interesting. Um, in in the this time or, or next week on or not next week, next episode of Walking Dead, like they give you the preview. Um, I was laughing really hard through this because they show. Tell- they, they they show the guy on the radio as a silhouette sort of like flitting through the bushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lee cuts like, Clementine, who were you talking to? But they show the silhouette. And um, th- I, I don't know how many people are going to be able to relate to this. But this silhouette looks exactly like the silhouette of Jonathan Blow in Indie Game the Movie that our <laughs> friend G-Man sometimes posts whenever he is like some- he's like making fun of someone being sad. Uh, he he. G Man loves making fun of people being sad. He, he does. It's a personality defect for sure. But uh, <laughs> he 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 posts this this image of Jonathan Blow like looking out the window and the, just the contours of his face. This is the exact look. So I'm just imagining Jonathan Blow like running through the bushes and stuff, and it's hilarious. Uh, and that was probably not the intention 
of <laughs> probably not but of you this never video know. game. <laughs> uh, that's funny that you get these next time on Walking Dead. I'm playing the first collection they did that's just up to season three mm-hmm. and Michonne. I don't get those. Huh. They cut those out. It just flows. Once you finish an episode, it goes right into the next one. And I don't like that. I like having the, the next time on, even though they are kind of pointless if you just have them all in one collection. It flows into the next one? It just, as Whoa. soon as the credits are done, it starts the next episode. Whoa, this even, this kicks you back out to the menu. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I like that more. I don't like being thrown into the next one because I don't want to immediately start the next episode. Right. Don't we know we have a weekly podcast? We have a schedule. Yeah. Come on. I can't play this until next Friday. Um, okay. At the last minute. Yeah. I don't know. You can play it earlier. Actually, that'd be helpful sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, we played them at the same time. I we saw did, you. We did this time, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's head into our segments. Let's head into these segments. Which one do you want to tackle first? Golden Moment, Weekly Guy, or Choice Cut? You know what? I feel like we've been saving Choice Cut for last every time so far. Okay. So why don't we do it first this time? Okay. Um, what was your Choice Cut? Mine was one we actually didn't talk about at all. Oh, interesting. Say it. So at one point, when you're talking to Chuck, when the train is already in motion, he mentions that uh he could really go for a drink you can tell he was maybe like a wino in life uh mm-hmm. in life as in before the the zombie apocalypse <laughs> so you go in and by the way dustin i i've made a decision for myself this is as good of a time oh. as i need to talk about it let's let's discuss I'm never gonna call him walkers i'll never do it <laughs> you can't <laughs> make <me>. you can... <laughs> not this time not this i'm not succumbing I'm never going to call them walkers. <laughs> it's you it's can't not a good name. You can't make me do it. Don't worry, Mitch. I feel like you won't have to for much longer. Well, if they uh, if something happens to these people where like okay, so this was the walker problem, but now they're dealing with zombies, that's the only thing I could maybe think of <laughs> that would make me not call them zombies. <laughs> they like oh, the zombies Yeah, are they different. huddle up. Okay. They huddle up. They say, look, Walkers wasn't a great name for him. We need to workshop some new names. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking more like, well, well, Walkers and Zombies both exist in this universe and they're different. You're things. saying they're they're different. Yeah. <laughs> well, the char- <laughs> if the characters make an implication that like, oh, well, the Walkers were you know, frustrating to deal with. These zombies, though. <laughs> forget, forget about it. About- they're so fast. Like, OK. They're different. I'll say zombies. They're, they're more like, we should call them joggers. <laughs> We've got the walkers and the sprinters. <laughs> walkers are fine. You don't have to worry about them, but the sprinters. Yeah, and then the those walkers guys are and fast. the sprinters interbreed with each other, and then their, their kids are called the joggers. And <laughs> <laughs> It's like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like Pokemon in that you can breed and fuse Pokemon species. That's not a Pokemon thing. Get out of here, yeah, Dustin. I I guess I don't know why With I said that. Your bad comparison. Other than, I, I guess it was just the fact that you can breed them. <laughs> yeah, like ducks. <laughs> that's that's where the comparison you can breed ends. Ducks too. Uh, yeah, I guess you can just say that's like real life. So you can choose to not give him the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I don't think that's true. I think you have to because you need. Oh yeah, it's the puzzle. Yeah, it, it, this is puzzle related. So you do give him the alcohol. And then he asks if you want to take a drink with him. 
Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this this decision impacted me more than anything else that I actually chose wow. in the episode. Because, like... Interesting. It, it, it was just a, a, a thing where I realized two episodes ago, or, like, it, in any kind of similar real-life situation, I would absolutely have the drink with him. That sounds great, actually. We just had, a mo- like, a moment where we sort of connected over concern for Clementine. Mm-hmm. And... Also, how long has it been since he had a, a drink? That that probably would be great. But um, yeah. just something about, like, I just saw Duck Diet, and I know that tensions are high, made me, in real life, have to, like, monitor the alcohol consumption of Lee just so he's always ready to make a good decision. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if they would, like, make me do something bad if I did the drink. If you drink, you think it just doesn't like it picks like a random choice for you. That'd be so funny. That would be great. But, Lee's like, ah, whatever. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Like just later yeah. on in the episode, you say something bad like immediately when the dialogue prompt uh, comes up, and then in the upper left hand corner it says the alcohol made you pick something more aggressive than you would normally pick. <laughs> Like <laughs> that that would be good. I and it's just that one choice it, because Mitch. it's like one drink. You're not getting drunk, but like it's just that one thing for you that do. one moment. <laughs> that would be funny. I I hate that that's not the route they went down. Uh, you, I think I like this game less now. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't take the drink, but I, I'm. I normally would have, and just the context that I was put in, and the the way that this episode is written, made me concerned mm-hmm. that if I drank one drink, it would be like. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like party movie where everything fades to black and then like, oh, dude, where's my car? It would be like, I just wouldn't be quite quick <laughs> enough on the draw in a choice later on in the episode or something. Right. And uh, the the fact that this game has convinced me that might be true is kind of amazing. And I'm pretty sure it's not <laughs> true. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the choice of whether you drink or not with Chuck, you have to let Kenny drink with Chuck in, in order to get past Kenny to pick up a map. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this puzzle feels more organic than the one later where you have to find the blowtorch. That feels very like, oh, we just happened to find exactly what we need. Yeah. Here here it makes sense. It's like, look, he wants a drink. You give him the drink. That just happens to be get Kenny out of his seat for you to get the map. Uh Okay, so I'm with you. That that last part of the episode is a little weak. I think it's yeah. fine, but yeah. So what's your Mitch, choice, Scott? I don't. Mitch, I gotta be honest. I don't know why I suggested to do this one first. I don't think I have a choice cut. Every choice in this episode, I felt very confident in. Can I guess what your choice is? What your choice okay. cut might be? If you don't okay. know, I guess I can't guess right. But I'm guessing at what you would maybe do. Uh, choosing whether or not you want to take Lily. Yeah, because like it That's my second when choice I picked for sure. it, When I when I picked it, it did feel like the right thing to do. You know, obviously you're not coming with us. But you know, I I don't necessarily think it's good that we have to leave her behind. Yeah. Like it sucks. It sucks that you're put in this situation, but also like yeah, the first time I ever played this, I did say all right, get in the van. We'll figure out what to do with you. But then every time after, it's like, yeah, what were you going to do with her? <laughs> what were you thinking would happen? <laughs> That's, yeah. good. I, having the foresight of knowing that she steals the van is 
that would impact my decision <laughs> for sure. And I, I'm glad that it didn't impact my decision mm-hmm. uh, because it. I think if I let it, it would feel less organic. But um, I, d- I didn't even want to bring it up in the last episode. I when well, I was saying good, yeah. I'm usually on I I'm usually on Kenny's side. I usually help kill Larry. I didn't even want to say that that time because the reason why doesn't come up until now. That, that, that like, is sort I, of a difficult way, thing to get through with these with this game of yeah it's like on repeat playthroughs it's like well i know lily's gonna fuck up and kill carly and leave so if i'm on her side at all it doesn't matter yeah i think when we covered season one of sam and max we were talking about who roy g biv was before we got to episode six so mm-hmm. it just felt like you know like who cares <laughs> who cares if we spoil yeah. who roy g biv is I really don't want to spoil this game ever. Um, oh, definitely not. Yeah. I'm, and there I could spoil you if I wanted, but I don't. I would never in a million years. Dustin, what what a what a game. big man of you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's just kind of the kind of guy I am. Another, but good... that's why I made. That's why I forced Adam to play it. Is because I would have felt awful if he had listened to these episodes. And you know, he's listened to episodes before on games he hasn't played. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he. I don't think he's played the other Sam and Max games, and he listened to those. Fine. I would have felt awful if he spoiled The Walking Dead season one. Yeah, it's it's really surprisingly good. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. Another good choice cut option, if you want this one, is high fiving duck. No, I oh that's not a hard choice. I know it's not a hard choice, but it's a it's a good choice. It's just Oh, okay. So I went in thinking choice cuts was like the choice you you like the hardest choice for you. Oh, you can do it, that if the... you want, but I was thinking of it more like a choice cut is your favorite? Just a really something you recognize as a very good choice. Um Yeah. I yeah, I guess yeah. I'll give it to high fiving duck. Th- that may and I love that when you high five duck, it says in the top corner of the scene in of the screen, uh, duck thinks you are incredibly awesome. Yeah, and you can you, put that there, and you, it choices, won't matter because you'll have to kill duck. <laughs> yeah, speaking of exactly that, that's one thing they do in this episode. There's a point where it says Carly will remember that, like if you like stick up for it to Lily, mm-hmm. and then she dies like a minute later. Yeah. So it really fakes you out into thinking, oh, no, Carly's going to live through this. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a really, I, I think people meme on it because it's so easy to meme on this, like, character will remember that trope thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good. It I really like that it, like, fools strong. you. It's clever. Yeah. I like that it fools you in this one instance where it's like, oh, Carly will remember that. Just kidding. She died literally right after we said that. Yeah, once we get around to Minecraft and like the characters don't matter, <laughs> it'll yeah. it'll probably feel a lot more make funnable. But right now it's a good yeah. design choice. Okay. Agreed. So what is your golden moment of this episode? Mine was um I mean I this is again another a strange choice for golden moment because normally it's like I liked that a lot. Um but now I'm I'm sort of just using it to uh, spotlight very impactful, well done moments, and that mm-hmm. was that was Lily killing Carly for me in this episode. I was really heartbroken about it. Mitch, I, that's exactly mine too. It's just like the moment that it it, it, it's, it just sticks with you. 
That's yeah. the moment in the episode. I would, and this episode has a lot of potential golden moments, but that's like, it's just so out of the blue, and it is what really makes the shit start hitting the fan. Well, I, I guess Duck being bitten is the first thing that happens, but you, this is the first time where you're like, holy shit. Yeah, with just removing those two people, your group feels so much smaller, too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's because everyone else is like Clementine and Kenny's family. And so those are all people attached to, oh, I guess, Ben, too. I always forget about Ben. Yeah, Ben. Ben's a freebie. You can forget about Ben, and he won't even be <laughs> mad about it. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, hey, I get it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish I had something different to say for a golden moment, but that just has to be it. But I'm also going to say the, hey, Ben, see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's great. <laughs> uh, weekly guy. I got to give it to Duck this episode. <laughs> huh. Well, it was it was great having him be your sidekick and then you high five him. It it's it really made Duck stand out. And it might it it's kind of a weird pick because after that, he's just out. He's bit and then he's sick and then he dies mm-hmm. and that's it. But I feel like having him cuz this is like the one time where Duck is involved in the story, really, other than uh the small parts in the first episode, but this is the first episode where Duck has like agency in what he's doing. Yeah. And I think he makes a great, strong impression. Even in the first episode, you're like, no, I didn't save Duck. Why would I save Duck? And, but in this episode, it's like, why would I ever not high five Duck? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I felt the same way. Of course, you got to give him that high five. And even in real life, thinking about the characters, like, this is slowing me down. I don't necessarily want to do this high five little cutscene. Um, especially because I'm much more... Still, it takes forever to load scenes in this game. <laughs> you on were the telling Xbox me One. last night, Mitch, I'm sorry you have to deal with these load times. I don't deal with them at all, but I'm sorry. It's conv- It's like this game is single-handedly... 30% of why I want to get an Xbox Series X. And I don't even That's know if it's awesome. faster on a Series X. I just hope <laughs> cuz it's I, I it's guess so they slow. are cuz it's it's I guess they are because it's I don't really feel the load times, but well it's, it's also a different build of the game. That it might be different. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I wonder if the load times are just longer on this definitive edition of it cuz I don't remember them being that long in the original versions. Oh, oh, and by the way, speaking of the original versions for Xbox 1, I loaded up the original version of season one. These remasters look so much better. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like this was my first time booting up the original version of the Xbox one version s- since for like five years. And boy, it feels like an early, it feels like the 360 version just poured it over, and I'm sure that's what it is. Well, yeah, it probably is what it is, because when this game came out, the Xbox One wasn't out yet. Yeah, exactly. So they probably just, you know, ported that exact game over to an Xbox One. Um, But yeah, loading that one up again, I'm like, oh my god, I really appreciate how much better this remaster looks. That kind of upsets me, because I want to know what it was like at the time you know um, yeah well i mean i played it at the time at the time i thought it was great i'm i'm just going back now like in retrospect because i played it on when it first came out i played it on steam and then i liked it so much that i bought it for the 360 
and then I bought it for the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, but uh-huh. but like because I don't have that connection, like I'm I feel like I'm missing out something for the podcast that we could talk about. I'm glad you're bringing it up. Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it doesn't look bad, but it feels like a lot more telltale-y for lack of a better word, when you play the original version. Yeah, I, it bet, feels I bet the like jump between Jurassic Park and it feels smaller than it actually did with us playing the remakes, uh, but the yeah. original Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So, I I think overall, except for a couple things, I would say it's good to play these remasters over the original ones. Um I'll get more into some other differences in later episodes, but boy, I was I was a little amazed going back and comparing the visuals. Yeah. Uh, well, my weekly guy, I think, was Chuck. Okay, I think Chuck's a very strong pick. But I, I have our weekly here, guys rhyme. Maybe Lily. You you know what? I have it written down in my notes. Lily sucks ass. Like Lily's awful. I think uh, her actor uh nikki rap mm-hmm. she kills it is lily she does like an amazing performance she sells she sells her anger like very well and that scene where she's breaking down crying she uh it's crazy yeah i don't want to disqualify her from weekly guy because i don't like Just her that's like what villains sucks. are yeah. if you're a good villain you are that um mm-hmm. and that that's what i'm thinking of lily the character right now um, yeah i think that's a totally legit choice um, but also a third contender for Weekly Guy is that wow. Jonathan Blow silhouette that runs through the bushes in the preview <laughs> for the next episode. Ah oh, man, he yeah, you know what? He no one else could have been a silhouette and ran away like him. <laughs> just the way he's <laughs> just like running through the episode <laughs> is so just funny. Am- <laughs> imagining him breathing really fast, <laughs> like a little chipmunk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, that's the show. Yeah. Oh, who's your weekly young guy? Oh, um, it's like also Lily somehow. Um, no, it's Krista. Krista is okay for for reasons we were talking about before. Krista just like made me very frustrated and like you're not being rational. She's very cold. She's very cold, but like it doesn't come off that way. It feels more like you have a vendetta, like a grudge, uh, rather mm-hmm. than just not trusting because if you're not trusting you would also want to not talk to me very much and you are going out of your way to talk to me yeah i feel like we might get into that more as the episodes go on i uh feel like there's probably a reason for it but we'll talk about it later okay yeah um well with that in mind dustin uh anything else you want to talk about with this show no. I mean, game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to talk about the show. You can. Um, you want to talk about the show? <laughs> I, if we did, I would have nothing to say. Oh, you know what's a scene we totally forgot to bring up? It's not like that important to the plot, but uh, it's still an, a memorable scene is when Lee is, he has a nightmare that Clem is a walker and attacks him in the RV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's not a big part of the story, but it's still like Ugh, he's kind of putting what himself into Katya's shoes because yeah, Katya is probably expecting him to do that any moment. Yeah, this this could happen to Clementine at any sec. This is like a legit fear. Mm-hmm. It it just happened to duck right in front of Lee's eyes. Oh, one one thing I I did want to bring up before we fully end it. 
Okay. I got an achievement for finishing the episodes. Every episode has its mm-hmm. own achievement. Yeah. And uh, in this definitive version, uh, all the in-episode achievements are taken out. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like it's just achievements for for beating each episode. And I looked at the list of achievements to make sure that was the case. And I might have spoiled something for myself. Oh, no. And I wanted to talk to you about it on air. and We can decide whether or not we want to keep this in the episode. I think we will. Okay. I don't think it's that weird. I saw an achievement for finishing season one, episode six. Oh, episode six. So they're talking about the bonus episode you get, 400 days. So is 400 days? Okay, okay. That makes sense. It, it's like a DLC chapter. It's it's like a little bonus thing after. Is 400 days actually billed as season one, episode six? Or is that just like a weird achievement language thing? I think it's just a weird achievement. They, they might have named it that after, like for this collection. Okay. Because... In its original release, you bought 400 days separately, and it was its own thing. Yeah, it um, was like the gap between seasons one and two, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. But even in the collection, we're playing two different collections, but even in mine, it just goes right into 400 days after episode five. Interesting. Okay. So I, I wonder if in retrospect in these collections, they just have it as part of season one just have it be like the last episode of season one is it shorter than a normal episode or is it longer than a normal episode or is it the same length as Um, a normal episode those are the three options it's about the same maybe a little shorter okay you you know what i'm gonna say it's shorter okay it's shorter than especially this episode but this was a long episode well i was you know what this is this is so silly i was subconsciously thinking it's longer because i was thinking oh 400 days it's pretty long (laughs) that sounds like a long episode (laughs) yeah but then you know stories don't have to be that way (laughs) we're not gonna be done with this episode for a year and a half we'll have to be doing this episode on the side of our other episodes Uh, that's... We're now on episode sixty-three of four hundred days. That was silly of me. I, I did... <laughs> okay, so that that affects the podcast a little bit. Uh, Ooh, because we were going to move on to the ep- the the next thing after we finish season one of Walking Dead. Uh, should we include four hundred days in that? I'm going to say yes. So we so we do four hundred days right after episode five. Yeah, and then we can move on. Okay, so we have three more episodes within the first season, in quotes, of Walking Dead before we do something else. Uh, yeah. We all, we all figure that out at the same time, listener. You and Dustin and I just now. Uh, Let's all clap. Twice. Awesome. Um, <laughs> That's about the amount of claps it deserves. Well, Dustin, I, I really liked this episode other than, you know, it, it sort of got a little slower near the end and i hope that gets, gets a little or episode four doesn't continue that yeah it's it's a little long in the tooth i i totally agree like it's not even something i ever thought about before this but i do now that you brought it up i do agree with you it feels a little like a little bit of a hangnail on this episode um but that being said i don't think it's it makes it bad or anything mm-hmm. like it, it's still fine. It's still, like, with characters you mostly like fine. Uh, it's still part of a good game overall. But, yeah, uh, I'm with you. 
uh, we'll see how you feel about episode four. Yeah, mm. so join us next time as we talk about episode four, The Cold Refrigerator. And Ooh, <laughs> I hope it's not too cold. And until then, we'll see ya. Stay frosty. <laughs>